You're listening to episode 124 of the Product Boss Podcast. And before we jump into our interview with Ben from No Issue, we are excited to announce to you guys that the Product Boss Masterminds are now open for application. Woo-woo! We are so excited. This has been such an exciting launch because every time we launch, there's you know, something amazing about each one. We have a new program this time. We have really um, made our uh, the climb in the top really special, which I'm so excited about it. And so Jacqueline, tell us a little bit more about those. Okay. So friends, we have, you know, you've listened in the past and we've had multiple masterminds this year. We are only launching our masterminds once a year starting in January. So this will be the only time you have the opportunity to sign up for our masterminds and we have the climb and the top. So the climb are for those of you product-based businesses that are making between 50,000 a year in revenue to 250,000 a year in revenue. And then the top are for those of you that are making 250,000 a year in revenue upwards to multiple seven figures. And this is a high level mastermind. Mina and I are deep in your businesses. Plus you're creating, you have this amazing group of fellow product-based businesses that are going to help you during your low times, your high times that are going to offer you ideas and assistance and apps and tools and just things that they're doing in their business. Cause you guys ever sit there like looking at other people's businesses and being, being like, oh, God, I wish I knew what they were doing. Well, right. that's what you get in a mastermind, right? You do. You get that high touch. You get to work with coaches. This, in this case, it would be myself and Jacqueline and you get the benefit of all these other eyes on your business. And it's super exciting, super high level and super high touch, which is different a little bit than our new program, which is Dash Insiders Accelerator Program, because we want all of you guys to get to the point where you can work with us when you need us, which is the high touch masterminds. And the way that we're getting you there is by Dash Insiders Accelerator. And that's our new program. So that is for those of you that have product in hand to making about 50,000 a year in revenue. And we created this program because we got a lot of direct messages and emails from you all that want to work with us, but maybe you don't feel prepared enough yet to be in a mastermind. And maybe that investment into the mastermind is just not where you are yet. We got an email from someone recently that was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that Dash Insiders is here because that is her plan for 2020. She wants to be in Dash Insiders Accelerator Program for 2020. And she wants to use 2020 as the year to build her business so that in 2021, she can get into the climb mastermind. So we created this for you. Dash stands for, what does it stand for, Mina? Development, accountability, selling, and habits. And those are the four foundation areas that we're seeing you guys need the most help on and that we're so excited to help you build, build the business to five figures, six figures, seven figures. So when you need that high level coaching and the high touch of us being in your business, right? That's for the mastermind. And that's the accelerator program is really about getting you to that level. Yeah, we are going to accelerate you. So my friends, if you are in those revenue levels of joining one of our masterminds, the climb or the top, we invite you to apply now. It's application only, and it is very limited in spots. And like we said, we're only launching them for one year, and this is a year program. So now, if you're thinking of joining the masterminds, you also do get access to Dash Insiders. So we invite you to go over to theproductboss.com slash programs to learn about these three programs that we are inviting you to join. And right now, uh, Dash is a wait list. So make sure that you get onto the wait list. And if you want to get our masterminds, make sure that you apply. Yeah. So everything that you just heard is also in the show notes. And today's episode is super exciting. So let's get started. 
Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the Product Boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my delightful co-host, Mina Kunlositep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today we are so excited to have a guest on. We have Ben Connard. Of, he's the marketing director of No Issue. Welcome, Ben. Hi, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Ben, tell us a little bit about No Issue. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so on the surface, No Issue um, is a sustainable packaging company. Um, we print uh, custom packaging for businesses of all shapes and sizes. Um, but there's a lot a lot more kind of, I guess that's the, those are the, the over-the-top keywords that we kind of speak about most often. Um, realistically, No Issue is a way to um, design and order custom packaging um, in a really simple way. And the goal is always to make it easy for small businesses. Um, so for us, what that means is, Businesses uh, can order the packaging uh, at low minimum order quantities, so starting at just 250 of whatever they're they're trying to get, um, as well as just being able to design it completely online, so never actually having to um, necessarily need to hire a, a graphic designer or a creative designer. Um, you can simply upload your logo, put it in online, um, and then we'll ship your packaging to you anywhere in the world. Um, yeah, that's like the 30 seconds of kind of what no issue is, but it covers a lot more, which is fun. We have um, several clients that work with no issue, whether it's something that we have referred to our students through Multi-Stream Machine, our course, or I work one-on-one with clients and a lot of startup clients. And then even I want to just shout out to Wild Isle Swim. I received a bathing suit package from them and I was delighted when I opened it and then I returned packaging was the no issue compostable mailer. So I was, I was just so excited because I was like, I, it was just great to see like these worlds colliding in my mailbox. Yeah. No, that's so much fun, especially when, yeah, exactly, when you see kind of two people, you know, kind of coming together. That, that's, one of our, that's one of our newer items, which we're really excited about. And, and kind of the goal with sustainable packaging for us was always to make it accessible. So the fact that they're using it and then using it as the return is, is even better for us. It's always great to hear those stories, too. Yeah, I actually, I um, got to mention this, Ben, that I have a separate physical product business and I ordered the um, custom tissue paper and I only use them for my giveaways. So it's, <laughs> it's because I feel like I, I have to hoard all this fancy. It's that special, yeah. Yeah, and I really want to delight those people like, hey, you're a winner. And and then it has our logo all over it. So it does add that extra um, piece of delightfulness to any package. And I think it's just, it's cool because you get to order whatever size you need. I think I ordered the smaller size versus the bigger mm. size since my labels are smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's been funny. So I'm originally the business started with just the custom tissue, like you're saying. Um, and it was literally just one size custom tissue. You could get one or two colors and it was a very kind of simple uh, start for us. And then over time, we've been able to kind of develop and, and build out into these other kind of sustainable packaging products. But yeah, the tissue, so another size of the tissue, the smallest size is one of the things that got added on when people said, hey, we actually need 
not just one size of tissue. We love this, but we needed to be a little bit smaller. So, you know, on down the line, the goal with tissue as well was kind of when someone gets a package and typically it's coming, coming in a box or whatever, um, the, the real exciting part for them is the unboxing is kind of the opening and then seeing what's inside of it instead of the kind of external. There's, there's that kind of level of excitement when you receive something. Um, but as you guys might know from having shipped things, it's really hard to specifically dictate where a shipping label gets slapped on, especially if it's by another company or you're, you know, you're not in control of that process. So, um, whatever kind of goals you're, whatever you put into the outside might get obscured and it might get a little bit different, but then, yeah, there's kind of that, that feeling of like, well, how are you, how are you taking care of your customer, you know, in, in the levels that aren't just kind of fulfilling the order. So when you send someone something, do they get that kind of exciting brand experience? Um, do you provide them with options that, that are, you know, sustainable because, for us as well, it's it's the customization as well as the sustainability and the fact that you can, as a customer, you're the one who has to dispose of whatever packaging they've sent. Um, and I think we've all gotten something in, in so much plastic packaging that we have no idea what to do with at all. And you just end up feeling really guilty because, you know, you have to throw it out and it feels kind of weird because, like, you didn't ask for that plastic packaging, but now you've got it. You've got to deal with it. Um, and so how old is No Tissue? Um, no issue. No issue is uh, we're. Oh, no tissue. Did I say no tissue? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's easy to see how that happened because that, that was the initial kind of like, ah, oh, it's no issue tissue. It's grown. Obviously, it's just kind of been no issue. Um, so we're we're going on two years now, um, which has been exciting. But um, and it's just grown so quickly. So I, I honestly, it's it's fun to look back and say at the beginning we were just doing tissue, and now we offer you know tissue, paper stickers, mailers. Um, tape now as well. Yeah. Wow. Not that old, I guess, is the answer. The short it really answer. is not. Two years is not long. How have you seen that growth happen? I mean, you guys have a huge Instagram following. Um, so for us, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Our, it's funny because I don't think people really associate a packaging company with um, a social media platform and you don't really see a lot of kind of, and, and especially the way that packaging is normally done where it's kind of these big businesses that are local and they'll fulfill whatever it is, 10,000 units for your, you know, custom, whatever it is. Um, whereas for us, it was always about kind of being online and being present and being very visual. So for us, Instagram made the most sense and, and it was kind of an experiment at first where we said, okay, well, can we, can we essentially work with our customers where they share their photos and then we share what they've kind of created because there are a lot of there are a lot of pages out there that that are kind of focused on um, branding, and it's usually all kind of um, photoshopped mockups of some kind or um, something that's not really kind of real in that way. Um, so for us with Instagram, the goal was always to show kind of real, you know, real companies packaging, like real people who have ordered the the tissue, ordered the stickers, ordered whatever it is, and then took a photo of it and showed off because that's the instinct I think when you've created something that's really well branded. Um, is that you want to you want to show it off, and that extends not just from you but to your customer who also gets something really nice, and then they kind of want to show it off and put it on on Instagram. Um, so we knew we wanted to focus on Instagram from the get go, um, and then part of how we did that was um, just reaching out to people that we we really uh, enjoyed their kind of Instagram content. We enjoyed what they were putting out, um, and we knew they could create either a cool pattern or, or or something else. And we just we just kind of reached out and said, hey, like we'd love we'd love to work with you in some way, um, and that that kind of that dual nature of, of sharing what people had already made and then working with people that we, we just were genuinely interested in that ended up kind of snowballing into this. Yeah. This, like you said, this massive following and it's funny. It's, it's 
grown a lot, but it's it's still kind of the same the same idea, and it's still you know the same kind of small businesses sharing their photos, which is really fun for us because we get to see it too, you know. I I really like that, and I think that's something to be just taken from any of the product entrepreneurs listening is really get people involved in marketing your business for you. Absolutely great, because no one. Product photography is usually incredibly expensive. Either either you're lucky and you have a photography background and you've got a very expensive camera that you can use to, and you know lighting systems and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it is it is it is nice to be able to have a community that enjoys sharing what they've done. Um, and I, I think it, it's funny, but you know the packaging kind of lends itself to it because it's it's such an easy way to you know style a shoot is to use your tissue to you know as a backdrop or use a sticker to kind of show off your branding. Um, and we get we get so many photos of uh, photos and videos of people unboxing their packaging, which is this really kind of like surreal, um, you know, Russian nesting doll type situation where they're taking a they're they're taking a, an unboxing video of them unboxing their future packaging that they will be then using. So, um, I find it very amusing. Anyways, that's yeah, fun. it feels it's very cool. meta. You know, you started on Instagram a couple years ago before algorithms and Facebook owned it. <laughs> so how have you used that, the strategy? Like what's changed for you guys? Hmm. What's changed? Not much. Probably, probably our, 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 our individual content budget. So that the two things that we, we kind of have always focused on is, is user generated content. Um, as I mentioned earlier, just because it, I think it, again, it just really speaks to what's actually happening. Um, and the, I think one of the, I mean, in terms of what's changed, we've just gotten a lot more in. So it's a lot, it's a lot harder to actually kind of uh, sort through and make sure that we're, we're representing all different, all the, all the different people that we work with, um, which has been a little tricky. But I think on, on our end, we're, we're now kind of producing our own, our own in-house content and working with a lot of kind of creative people. And, and the goal for us is always to stay true to kind of that brand at the beginning. And one of the, one of the key kind of tenants that we started out with was that we were always going to be a positive brand. We didn't want to be any kind of negative brand. I think, I think that's also helped foster this kind of just really, really engaged community of people that like love sharing, love, love showing off what they've done. Cause it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not just, uh, it's not just these, these amazing, you know, designers who are, like I said, creating this kind of floral pattern that, that you go like, well, that could be on like rifle paper co and you could, that could be anywhere. Um, it's, it's really people that have just gone like, I show, I, I've got a, I've got an amazing logo and I've got this beautiful color combination. Um, and I've just wrapped this product beautifully. Um, and I'm going to take a shot of it. And, and like, you know, that's that on Instagram, like that is, that's killing it. That looks so good. Um, cause people just enjoy seeing a, when, when your brand, like you're kind of proud of your brand and you're showing it off in that way. And then B, they, they, people genuinely like seeing good design and they like seeing product shots and however you take those that's really successful and how have you asked for the user-generated content like how have you asked for them to tag you to share it how did you start that conversation with your community that it that it then became something that was organic um so in the very in the very uh, initial stages of sending out tissue paper we we made very certain to have on the inside of the box when you opened it it said um it essentially advertised our Instagram handle, um, and it had uh, you know share share your tissue with the no the hashtag no issue tissue uh, hashtag on Instagram, um, and you could be into win a year's worth of custom packaging. And we've given away 
so much packaging as a result of people kind of sending in their stuff. Um, we initially thought we were like, okay, like every, you know, every year we'll, we'll draw and we'll give someone just kind of the, the supply, but we've ended up just switching it to be much more, much more frequent or much more regular because, um, yeah, for us, for us, the fact that people are willing to share, I mean, you kind of have to be there for them as well and say like, look, like we appreciate this. Like, do you guys want more? Like, what else do you, could you use? And, and yeah, so that was that, in the very initial thing, it was literally just, you know, but like and when you open the box, it just said at no issue co, you know, hashtag. And then from then, from then on, people kind of, as it grew, I think the understanding kind of grew that, look, if you, if you're proud of your package and you want to tag us and let us know, um, you know, we'd love to share it um, if you guys are down with it. So you shared it and then also promoted that you're going to give away free packaging or you just encourage sharing? Uh, we, at the, at the very beginning, we said, Hey, you know, use the hashtag, um, in order to be in to win, um, the, the year's worth of custom packaging. And then we gave it out and then people were still using the hashtag. And so we continue to we've given packaging out to like heaps of people now, which is really fun. So it's asking, so you kind of, you problem solved for them. They opened it up. They were excited to get the product that they had just ordered. They need, yeah. packaging. they just received their yeah. packaging. And then you're telling them, here's a hashtag, here's how to follow us. And by the way, you can win free packaging when they've just dropped some money on that. So they're like, oh, this is awesome. I'd love more. Yeah. I'd love to enter. So I think that's just something, a good takeaway of, of a lot of times people hold on so tightly to their product. They're afraid about, they're afraid about losing money or spending money yeah. on marketing. You guys have almost 80,000 followers. And so then... Yeah. Is that shout out of like getting your product in front of 80,000 people on Instagram by just mm. doing that simple thing. And then, then it's sort of like lifting everybody up, right? So everyone's yeah. helping everybody. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually really funny you mentioned that because I think that is a big, a big impetus now for people for why they would share because obviously, you, you know, it's, it's very clear what's happening. Um, and yeah, it's, it's again, it's part of that community where you kind of go, we're the people that follow us are either the individual business owners themselves, or it's, it's actually the product pages or the business page itself. And so you're, you're not only getting kind of inspiration for yourself and for your business, but you're also learning about other people that are out there and seeing what you can do. But I think it's, it's a great point about um, what you can do kind of when your product kind of first arrives or whatever it is for us, it was kind of saying, Hey, like Instagram is a platform we really value. We'd love to see you there. Like, you know, hit us up, use the hashtag, tag us, whatever it might be. Um, and for, for a lot of businesses, I think that's a really, it's that, that first touch point is, or whatever, whenever that is, it's such a great moment because you've got their full attention. You've got your customers full attention to say kind of whatever you want to say. Um, and so whether that's kind of, yeah, whether, like you said, it is offering something to them or if it's just kind of saying like, you know, let us know about X, Y, Z, or like, we'd love to, to see you here. Or, um, you know, whatever that messaging is, it's a perfect opportunity because you know, you know, they're <laughs> maybe, maybe they're literally just opening and grabbing and like rushing away. But most often if they've ordered something, they want to see it and they, so they can take the time to open it and figure out what it is. Yeah. And I think it's product placement too, or messaging placement. If I remember correctly, it is when you open up the box of tissue and you open it up, it's printed on the inside of the top of the box, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're opening it up, so excited to see this amazing tissue paper that you've just ordered with your logo all over it or whatever, your design. And then there's mm -hmm. the, hey, 
follow us on Instagram and repost and you could win a year's worth of tissue paper. You know, I'm super excited at that point because I'm delighted to open it up and then I'm right then and there. And that's also where I store my tissue paper. So it's not like I'm going to remove it out of the box and put it somewhere else. I have to see that same message over and over. (laughs) It's all about product placement and I think it's super smart. And it's also really encouraging. It's like an invitation rather than a don't lose more customers, get on Instagram now, like what you're talking about. It's more like, hey, we would love to see you over there and make sure you let us know you're over there because we we would love to get to know you more type of thing. Yeah. And it's funny. I think, I think it's for us now that we're, we're obviously on the, on the bigger side of, of businesses and, and we're servicing kind of a lot of smaller businesses. It's not, it's not everybody that can have some like a custom printed box with something on the inside of the box and wherever that might end up being. Um, but a great way to accomplish that is just, especially like, especially if you're a small business, I think one of the, one of the maybe most overlooked pieces of packaging is, is um, like a handwritten note or just a card or something else, like letting someone know what's inside the box. If you can't, if you can't print, because the minimum orders for for box printing are are just incredibly high, and it's something that we're obviously the reason that we've gone with kind of the tissue side of things because we, we we truly believe that you don't necessarily need to brand your box. Um, there are other ways to get around it, but the best way that we've seen is obviously putting that kind of personal touch onto it and saying, just saying what you need to say in kind of a, a note and it, it can be typed up, it can be written, it can, you know, and you sign it and it's yourself and it's a great message to your customer that like you, you know, you saw that go in, you put that order together and then you sent it out to them. Um, and if you do want them to share on Instagram or wherever it might end up being, um, you know, like come back to the site or, or let us know when you're low or whatever that might be. Um, that's a great place to put it. And it's just like in that first, that first kind of message. Yeah. So that's, and that's something we tell, you know, the people that we work with as well, that it's, especially when you're a small business, people overlook the fact that you're a small business. So you do have the ability to do those hand touches, right? So um, you're getting 10 orders a week. Great. Write 10 cards a week and ask for that. Stay connected with them. And I think, I think that's a really great point. So right before all of this, so you've got these customers, but how did the customers come, right? So if you build it, how did we get them to come? So were you working, did you work with influencers initially that you gifted packaging? Did you do any sort of collaborations? How did we, how did you get the no issue ball rolling? Yeah, we definitely started. Um, so I mean, I kind of in the, in the earliest, earliest days, it was, it was actually reaching out to companies that we knew um, and just sending, sending an email and saying like, Hey, like, <laughs> we've just started this cool thing. We'd love you to try it out. Let us know what you think. Um, since we're workshopping it, it's obviously still kind of developing. So like, you know, give us any feedback you have. Um, and that initial kind of, that initial push and that initial feedback is really positive. Um, and at the same time, like you said, we were working with a lot of, we were just trying to run collaborations with um, really anyone and everyone that we thought would be interesting. And, and for us, it's, it it is a lot of kind of um, we'll we'll we we started with a lot of people by saying look like we we think your brand is very cool we think you've got a very cool thing going on and we like what you're selling we'd love to offer you kind of custom tissue we'd love you to try it out on the platform and just see what you think um, and I think that was a big reason of how the of how we kind of started growing because the goodwill from that and the fact that um, for a lot of these a lot of these businesses and especially small businesses the community is something that's really kind of relied on and and you know it's a lot a lot of kind of personal recommendations and so 
off the get-go, we were getting people who just said, so-and-so told me about you. And still to this day, we're getting a lot of people. And now it's it's changed today because now it's like an Instagram advertisement or a Facebook advertisement. But someone will someone will tag one of their friends in it and just say like, hey, these are like this is the guys that these are the guys I was telling you about. Or um, hey, weren't you looking for custom packaging? Um, or you know, this would be perfect. And it's it's on a variety of the things we make now. So I think yeah, for us the the I would I would say word of mouth, but it's really like word of word of like either email or Facebook community or like comment in some way was a big part of our growth. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a huge testament to the kind of the community that we're lucky to be a part of, which is that, you know, that small business community, which is, I think, I think it's, it's a really, it's, it's not a really exciting part about um, what e-commerce has done and what kind of all these, these smaller businesses have been able to create, which is that it's no longer about, you know, uh, it's not cutthroat. It's not like I need, if I, you know, for me to succeed, you need to fail. It's very much kind of like a, a rising, what is it, the expression, a rising tide raises all ships, I think. Mm-hmm. And so with small businesses now, I think there's a, there's a big, big push for, um, you know, it's not us against each other. It's it's maybe us against the bigger guys or it's us against whatever else it is. We, we like to say <laughs> uh, there's room at the top for all of us. It sounds like it's it's more like that social proof that's happening and the referral and everything like that. Um, so the the giveaway, you're still continuing to do that. But do you do anything that's? Do you go into other giveaways or? I, for for us, we ran we ran a couple we ran a couple just kind of Instagram general giveaways when we hit kind of major milestones, which were happening like almost way too fast to keep up with. Like we, I think we did our first one at, at around like fifteen or twenty thousand followers. And then we did another, another like 50 and then we launched our mailers and we did a giveaway of those. And then, and then eventually we kind of realized we needed to back off a little bit because I think no one wants to look in their feet and just constantly be seeing, you know, giveaways, whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, we found, we found a lot of success in not being afraid to kind of give, give our packaging and let people try it and, um, saying that, well, you know, you're, you're taking the, you're, 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 you're not getting anything from that kind of, literally you're not actually getting any money back but from trying a giveaway or from trying to engage people and just saying like look like this is something that i made and i'm really i'm really happy with it so i'd love you to have them that's that's a really um rewarding i guess aspect of it because you're you don't you don't have to give up a lot to be honest to get to get a lot of a lot of kind of um feedback goodwill whatever it might be um interest even no matter what it is and is this reflected within your customer service as well? Because it sounds like you guys are holistically just very, it seems like helpful and wanting all to succeed. Like you said, a rising tide raises all ships. So we actually found you guys because we were referred to you by a client that was using you. So same thing. It wasn't through Instagram or ads or anything. It was through somebody being delighted by what they were getting. They were delighted by the fact that it had low minimums and that they could customize something with low minimums and like a low barrier of entry for uh, investment. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell me a little bit about then you get all these people, right? You get do the giveaways, but then that customer service aspect of it, like that I'm sure has a lot to do with reinforcing the brand. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, uh, uh, the 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 most valuable members of our team are the customer service team and the people that are actually kind of supporting and and so we we place a tremendous amount of value um, on that side of the business and I think that's that's reflected in our company culture overall. Um, it's it's I I find like I, honestly so I, I do the marketing side of things and my job is 
<laughs> I won't say easy, um, but it's it's very kind of people want to share, people want to be involved in this. And so we've got so many people coming um, that really then the burden falls on our customer service team who, who's just like un- unbelievably helpful, um, especially with the amount of like just the amount of like tr- the sheer amount of like questions and traffic is like everyone, everyone when they run a business has a lot of questions um, because it's something very close to them and, and they want to make sure whatever they're going to get is, is perfect and, and exactly right. And, and so there's this element of, well, I'm designing this online. How do I know? Like, how do I know it's going to come and, you know, is it the right color and is everything going to be okay? And, and so our customer service team is like a combination of like design gurus and like sustainability experts now. And like just people that have learned everything um, there is to know about this world and are just trying to provide feedback. So um, yeah, that's, that's a huge part of it. And I, I, I would, I, if I, I was gonna, I'll try to connect it as well to kind of maybe the people that we're talking to as well, which is that um, customer service is is, is almost a, it's it's a, it's every interaction you have with your customers. It's not just kind of like the email questions or like the um, order updates and that kind of stuff. It's like you know who's who's kind of fielding questions on the websites and 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 who is responding to comments on Facebook and Instagram and. Um, for us, because we're very, um, because we're very, I don't know, kind of prevalent on, on social media, we get a lot of people coming in through those channels and our, our first, like the first thing we want to do is, is help in whatever way we can. If there's, if there's any sort of like question or, or comment or concern or whatever. Um, so the advice would be just making sure that you're, you're accessible and open and communicating because a lot of times people just, they, they want, they want whatever, whatever kind of feeling they have, they just want to feel understood and not just feel like you're kind of going like, ah, uh, no, that's not, that's not a problem. <laughs> you know, kind of like freezing over it. It's, it's really making sure that whatever, whatever concern they have or whatever question they might have or whatever that might be, that they're, they're really getting the answers. Um, one of, one of the things for us was that we, um, earlier earlier this year, we launched the uh, compostable mailer, which she talked about a little bit earlier, um, which was so exciting for us because that's such a such a really it's just such a cool product, um, and it breaks down completely in six months in a home in a backyard home compost, um, which is honestly honestly really good and and for for good reason we had a lot of people kind of going this this sounds too good to be true, um, and from obviously from our own our own testing and like from our own like I've got a home compost where I put like three of them and uh, they were, they were literally like disintegrated within, I think it was like three months at first. And then, you know, but it's, it's people have these questions and they, and they want, they just want to be understood in the fact. And, and for us, at least on the customer service side of things, it is being positive, just understanding and uh, yeah, kind of just, just, just saying like, yeah, whatever your concerns are, they're, they're, you know, they're valid. Like you have them, you think you, you think there might be a problem with whatever, we're here to help. We're not here to be like some faceless corporation that's just kind of like, you know, automated response. Right. And, and if anyone follows you guys on Instagram, um, they can see you on IGTV. So I wanted (laughs) to touch on that really fast because there's been a lot of changes, right? With IGTV. Um, So the fact that you can now post that first minute out of IGTV and the feed is huge. And just looking, you guys, like I said, have 80, almost 80,000 followers looking at your IGTVs. It looks like before you're able to do the feed, 
the views weren't so high, but it looks like the last one you did, which is genius. And I wanted to bring it up because it's what you're talking about. Got about nine at the time of this nine and a half thousand views. So mm-hmm. you did a, a, an IGTV on compost or packaging. So how to dispose of your compostable mailer. So what I love about that though, is that we're not only talking about the product and selling the product, but we're also offering a tip, a shareable tip even that people can share with somebody else when they get these mailers. Like, oh, look, this is how you, you know, compost. Um, and so it's, it's offering value and co- valuable content to your followers um, that maybe isn't necessarily selling to them. So how, what are you guys doing with IGTV? And tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think, I think when IGTV first came out, um, I was incredibly skeptical of it and we were kind of all talking through like, well, like, are we going to use this? Are we not going to use this? Cause our, our goal had been and still is to kind of create valuable content on YouTube and use that as kind of our main platform. So our initially the thought was just kind of, okay, we'll take, we'll take the videos that we're putting on YouTube. We'll, we'll cut them together to make sure that they fit a vertical screen and then we'll put them up on IGTV. Um, and like you said, it wasn't like it got a, a lot of traction. I think, I think there, there are two kind of, if if you build your following on IGTV, you'll have a big following on IGTV. But if you build your following somewhere else or you focus on something else, then um, that will be kind of where people will, will watch whatever you've created. Um, and yeah, for us, for us, that was being able to being able to tease the video kind of in the um, in the just regular feed was a great way to bring people immediately from kind of our biggest following directly into a video that we knew would be really helpful for them and for their customers. Um, and while the main, the main video is, is hosted on, on YouTube and that's kind of where we see, um, that's where we see kind of the traffic eventually ballooning out and where we link people to um, when they're asking questions about the mailer and we say, how do I do this? Um, having the ability to tap into our Instagram following to deliver a message that we knew a lot of people were asking for was, was hugely helpful. Um, and it's funny that, that, that video, I, you know, I, I will take very little credit because we shot it with a really, a really brilliant um, uh, friend of ours, actually, Josh Morris, um, here. Uh, and it's, 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 it was just a ton of fun to shoot, um, and it, it had a really, it had a really fun message as well, which is like, a lot of people were saying, okay, you know, I've got this compostable mailer. What can I do with it at the end of its life? And, and you know, you can either kind of say, okay, well, you know everyone that enters here, you can just tell them uh, go put in your home compost. Or if you don't have one, you know, here are the steps you can take. Um, and we decided to turn it into a video that we now link to on the uh, mailer itself with a QR code. Um, because the worst, the worst case scenario for us is that um, you don't have the resources to, to communicate that to everybody that you're selling to. So there's a lot of people that um, are using kind of packaging, custom packaging, um, whatever it may be, and using the compostable mailer as a method to kind of send things in a more sustainable fashion for their brand. Um, and because it is currently a stock product at those lower minimum order quantities, um, we we wanted to be as helpful as possible. So we didn't want to kind of leave them out to dry where it's just like, yeah, it's, it's the, you know, hey, I'm a compostable mailer, and then that's nothing else. We wanted to make sure that there was a way for their customers, which is weird to think about, like kind of the, the life cycle, where it's like our customers and selling to their customers, but that that their customers had um, like just a really easily accessible way to see what do I do at the end of this. Um, yeah, that was a, a ton of fun to shoot. So with with IGTV though, which I think was the original kind of direction of the question, um, I'm I'm I think I'm still a little skeptical, and I think a lot of marketers are still a little skeptical. Um, but I think it's an amazing tool, especially if you. If you are 
the face of your business and you're an individual who's kind of running this. Um, I think IGTV is, is hugely important because people do want to see what you're doing. Um, and it's another way to tap into the community, whether the community is um, people that are buying from you or whether the community is um, other other kind of sellers or other other kind of um, businesses that relate to you. Um, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of different ways it can be used. But it, it was yeah. funny when it first came out, I definitely freaked out a little bit. I was like, I don't know. What? <laughs> but you've also done, I mean, you have some other things that you yourself are doing, you know, like um, the, talking about conversion rates. You're offering things that are helpful to the people buying your stuff. So I'd love it if all of you, obviously you're all going to go check out their Instagram anyways. But if you take a look at the IGTV, because the thing that I also like how you repurposed your content, right? So you have this thing on YouTube because the... Um, it called it's portrait versus landscape yeah but you know on IGTV you have to have a certain well it's in the square when it's in your feed and then it has to go into this sort of more vertical look kind of like stories if anyone is familiar with stories and so you guys have a thing that says it's got the title so it says compost your packaging and then it says rotate your phone and then you actually have the words move rotating so that people do turn their phone over and they can watch it at the perspective. So you didn't necessarily reshoot anything for IGTV. You just found a really smart way of um, repurposing and re-editing that video. So just genius. I just, you know, just needed to add that part in. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. it. It's when, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Genius is the, it was one of the things where we knew, we knew the video worked really well on, on, on landscape. We tried to cut it into a vertical format. It looked, you missed most of the things that were happening. Um, so that was a nice, that was a recommendation again from this, this fantastic um, videographer and editor, Josh Morris, to say, hey, why don't we just say, let's turn the phone. It's going to stay the same, which is fantastic. So on IGTV, if you turn your phone, it's not like it won't automatically um, kind of adjust and, and still try to play it vertical. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was a nice, a nice little, nice little tip. And something that we'll, we'll probably work on going forward a little bit more as well. Um, it's just trying to connect those two. Um, to see it, to see if Instagram is a place where where those other videos that we make, which are mostly, like you said, kind of helpful tips and advice for a variety of topics that that we fall into, whether it be e-commerce or packaging or um, you know sustainability, um, seeing if there is an avenue to to kind of put those in front of our audience and see if they actually value them on Instagram, or if, if honestly, if they what they want to want to see out of us is what they've seen, which is probably the case, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's adding value on value. You know, for the longest time, I didn't know how to tap on an Insta story to hold it down to read it. I It mm-hmm. would just go to the next one. And then when I figured that out from somebody saying it on their Insta story, press down to read, I was like, oh my gosh, this person has changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> and you still remember their name. <laughs> and so, you know, even turn your phone to... Yeah to watch this video. And I love, I also love that you guys put that onto YouTube. And are you doing that for searchability? Is that why you started on YouTube and then bring the clip over to IGTV or the repurposing? Uh, Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess for us, YouTube, YouTube has tremendous value kind of as a, as a platform moving forward because it's such a, it's a way to kind of in a more long form setting, engage with whoever you're um, trying to engage with. And I think, um, Again, what we found is that kind of is that instant gratification, kind of the, the fun, you know, being able to browse through our collection on Instagram and seeing like, oh, wow, like these are all the different people that are using them. Like, hey, this product looks like what I make. Like, can I click into this? Can I see their packaging? Can I go to that their Instagram account and see what else they're doing? Um, that has tremendous value in that way. But YouTube, I think, moving forward will have um, 
we, I mean, we've, we've just seen it. I, I think it's funny. I, like we always come back to um, unboxing and unboxing is like a concept. And again, it doesn't have to be a box. It can be a added mail. It can be whatever it is. Um, but there, there's this desire to, to kind of, to kind of see what, what other people are doing. Um, and YouTube has provided a fantastic channel for people to record kind of, um, not, not, it doesn't have to be high quality. It doesn't, I, I think a lot of times when people see a high quality video, they almost, they almost think like, oh, like, you know, this is really well produced, which is amazing. But I think there's a, there's a great avenue there for people to show what they're doing and kind of show their experience. So for unboxing, that's been incredibly popular. Um, people opening packages and just talking about kind of what they're getting and what's happening inside of it, um, as well as kind of longer form content, which is based on um, education and learning because, you know, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of things clearly, as I've, as I've constantly said, I think, I think, I think, but um, when people kind of, when you, when you're looking for ideas, you get home after work and you're kind of trying to get, get, get some of that kind of like individual creativity going back again, where it's like, okay, well, this is for me now. This is like my product this is what I'm looking for. Um, a lot of times you're looking for you're looking to learn, you're looking to find something new or to gain some sort of knowledge. And YouTube is a great place for that to happen because it's, you can sit down and you can watch a five minute video and, and learn something completely different than you knew before. Um, so yeah, so for us, us definitely the YouTube side of things is like the educational side of things. And we're trying to bring that over to Instagram, but I think it's, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's the exact right platform for it, but for that, for that specific piece of content, definitely, definitely. Cause it's fun, right? It's, it's like, it's just a goofy video of, of you know, of composting something and, yeah, enjoying it. But there's also humor. So I think even um, just watching your videos, there is that sense. Like we get to sort of know the brand in itself. Like you said, it's ah. so there's a there's a humorous side to it. Like even the way that you kind of edit your intros to your trainings that you're helping people with. So I think all in all, it all reinforces your brand in general, right? It's like that no like trust factor and you're going to help us and we enjoy interacting. I mean, we feel this way about a shipping company that we work with as well, that we follow them on Instagram and they always throw, I'll just shout out to Shipping Easy, but they always mm -hmm. throw like birthday parties and celebrations for their team. And they're also part of our team, right? Like you guys mm -hmm. are part of our team as well as having a business and using different contractors and, and different businesses to make our business successful. So by being a part of that, it's like, Oh yeah, it's the same way that our virtual assistant might be in another state. Um, that we're still all sort of involved in each other's businesses per se. So. Yeah, no, totally. As, I, I think kind of as like as we said this entire time, I think as businesses are you know become either smaller, become kind of personal projects or whatever, and and rely less on everyone necessarily being in one space, one place. I mean, even even here right now, I think we're we're speaking from a variety of different places to each other. Um, you now have the opportunity to uh, yeah, show that, that you are kind of a member of the team, like you just said, and that there's a face behind your business, that you're not just like, a, you know, it's, it's not just going to be some long email flow uh, with quotes and things. It's going to be, you know, the people behind it. And so that, that, again, like from earlier, it's interacting with customer service, being able to see other people's products on Instagram, um, you know, seeing you know, my face in a composting video and then seeing it later in an educational video. It's, it's, yeah, like you said, it, it's very much tied into the fact that, um, you know, we want to showcase those brand values because that's kind of, you know, that's, those are the people you'll, you'll be working with. So you want to make sure so, that they're at least good people. 
So speaking okay. of that, knowing the people we work with, so knowing Ben, we have questions at the very <laughs> end that we like to ask our guests. Um, nice. It's a rapid fire, no, no pressure. Um, we get to get to know you a little bit better. So you ready? Okay. Yes, I think so. Well, probably not, but yeah, go for it. Okay, you'll, you'll be Because <laughs> the first question is, what is your coffee order? Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm an American, but I'm currently in New Zealand. So right now it's a flat white. Flat is that white. American or New Zealand? It's New Zealand. Yes, yeah, I should have put it. Yeah, yeah. Big thing. They claim they invented it here, which is, which is great. It is trending here. Like Starbucks mm-hmm. is starting to advertise it on the board. So thank you, New Zealand. That's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's made it to the States. Yeah, Starbucks yeah, yeah. is the selling big, it. The big scale. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is the favorite thing on your desk? Oh, my favorite thing on my desk. Oh, I've got, uh, okay. I've got a, um, I've got a, a, a grip trainer for rock climbing. Um, and I, I used to rock climb a lot and I, I haven't recently a lot, but I, I have this, uh, this essentially squeezable kind of, uh, workout thing that I just use and kind of tell myself like, Oh, you'll, you'll get back into it one day. You know, like you'll, it'll, this, this is keeping you in, 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 uh, in shape for that. The rope yeah. usually goes through it, right? Is that how it usually works? The rope? It's like a it's like a spring. Um oh, in the, in the one that I have. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But and, but it's got individual finger things. And so it, hypothetically it's it's either like a rock climbing training thing or like a, a trumpet um training mm-hmm. you can possibly or a stress ball. Be. I mean it works the same way a stress ball does. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably actually because you know if you see me kind of squeezing it repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what is that loud. squeaking spring sound? <laughs> really oh, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really loud, not oil at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So finish this sentence. Um when I pick up my phone, I Ooh, I probably check Instagram, honestly. Um <laughs> I don't know if that's because of the business or because of my personal stuff, but I've always, I've always been drawn to the visual side of things. Um, so being able to see kind of what else is going on out there and getting ideas, I think as well. Well, okay. I, I tell myself that it's, it's getting ideas, but then it's often, you know, derailed by memes and other Some rabbit hole. That we <laughs> yeah, all go yeah, down. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> all right. So again, finish the sentence. You wish you knew how to. Oh, wow. That's a really good one. I wish I knew should these be business related? I feel bad because I'm going to say, I wish I knew how to scuba dive. I wish I knew how to scuba dive. You can do that in New Zealand, right? Are you by the coast? Yeah. 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 I am. So I'm up in the north, um, which is beautiful. It's, it's currently winter here, which is a little bit strange um, mm-hmm. being on the opposite kind of side of things. But yeah, I probably could. I probably could. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm also a little scared. I, I'm scared of the training. I'd like to just know how to do it. Yeah. Without, like, without having to. I wish I knew how to scuba dive, but I guess yeah. I could go scuba dive. I don't really don't want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh, just something, something about it is a little, a little scary for me. It's like being underwater. This is going to become a therapy session. <laughs> being like being underwater and having, like having to only go up a certain amount every time, or else you risk like popping your ears. Yeah, it's like about enough. So yeah. I already to do it. That would be ideal. And I just <laughs> learned that you can't fly and scuba dive within the same certain amount of time period. You have to give your body time to decompress. I don't know if it's 24 hours, 48 hours, but you can't do it all close. So if you're ever traveling anywhere, anyone, and you want to scuba dive. Nice. Nice. <laughs> what was the last show you binge watched? The last show I binge watched. Ooh, okay. I guess technically it was Peaky Blinders, mm. but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say, and it's a show set in 
kind of like early 1900s um, England in general, including like Ireland um, and Scotland. Um, and I watched, I watched one season of it and then I, I kind of got bored. I'm not going to lie. I feel okay. bad. So no, no disrespect to Peaky Blinders and the fans <laughs> of Peaky Blinders out there. But yeah, I'm, I'm currently, I'm waiting on Stranger Things season three um, because my, my partner is currently uh, in Italy and when she gets back, we're going to watch it together. I'm holding out. Yeah, I'm holding out for my husband to do it too. So I haven't started watching it, but so many people are talking about it that I, but isn't it scary? I don't like scary movies. (laughs) So that's the thing. Yeah. It's like that scuba diving thing that we just talked about. I I don't ever go to scary movies, but I've been able to watch it. It's more like, ah, freaky. But then if you like it's it's good. Like I don't go to scary movies and I watch it. Yeah, okay. it's like unsettling but endearing. I'd say because they're yeah. kids and like you know the kids are gonna win in the end. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, what should the title in your email signature actually say? Oh, uh, like probably like really hope you get back to me. You know, something, like that. <laughs> you know something something that's kind of like uh, it'd be great to hear back from you. You know, Please. like I'd love I'd love to just chat because I think I think with emails too it ends up being it always ends up being re- relatively formal. You know what I mean? Like you, you're kind of on that plan, and and it, and it should be, and you should you should punctuate well and and all that. But I, I do think there's an element of like we're just two people, you know, communicating how we're communicating, you know, wherever we are. Um, it doesn't need to be uh, it doesn't need to be like a long drawn out thing. And then I'm and then when you do, and this is another question: Do you have an alter ego or stage persona? So like when you have to do those IGTVs, do you have to put on mm-hmm. like your Beyonce hat? <laughs> yeah, no, be Sasha I Fierce know. hat. Have you, have you? Ooh, discussion. <laughs> um, I honest, honestly, I'd say, I'd say no, I think probably a little bit. I think anyone in front of a camera kind of gets up into themselves and, and becomes a little weird, but now nah, I've, I, you know, ask my, ask my parents, this has probably always been who I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. Uh, Nina. Okay. I actually have two. So what is your most used and or favorite emoji? Oh, my most used and or favorite. Um, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go to my phone in this one. This is this is a great that's a great question. Um, <laughs> and the fact that I can't just answer it. What do I use a lot? Um, I use a lot of okay. So probably probably most used would be either. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll skip over the ones that I send. So I, I, a lot of a lot of kissy emojis to my um, my partner. But I'd say other than that, I use the uh, praise hands. The kind of mm-hmm. like the raise. I like the, it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the face the, oh yeah you know, like, like face. um and then the the shaka that kind of like yeah that's, that's cool you know like the two that's just the yeah the surfer that doesn't exist <laughs> okay yeah. so ben last question is we like to say that entrepreneur years are like dog years you learn a lot very quickly what would you tell ben of the beginning of your journey that you know now what advice would you give him um, I would, I would probably, <laughs> I would probably say, um, take like a, take a course in how to organize your files, um, either on your computer or in drive, um, just like figure out an organization process that works there. And in two years, you won't have any issues. And so I'm doing it. I'm doing that now. And it's two years too late. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> you're going back and you're finding things and you're, and you're trying to, you think you left something somewhere and you don't know where it is. Um, and that, that's, that's probably my advice for, that's like one of, one of, one of the better soft skills I think you can learn is just how to organize, you know, whether that, whether, whether it's important for you to organize your desk, whether it's important for you to organize your calendar, um, or in my specific case, it's really important to just know how to organize 
yeah, a file naming system would have would have done wonders um, two years ago. Digital storage. All right, Ben. So um, I just want to let all of our listeners know that No Issue is going to offer a special discount, right, to our listeners. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so for listeners of the podcast, um, if you're interested in, in, in trying out No Issue uh, products, whether that be tissue paper or paper stickers, which we've just launched, or um, compostable mailers or tape, um, you can use, uh, we'll set up a code. It'll be Product Boss um, for 10% off. Um, yeah, Product Boss for 10% off. Product Boss. Got it. We'll put that in the show notes as a reminder. And right. let our listeners know where they can find you, Ben. Uh, yeah, like I think I think we probably talked it to death, but uh, definitely we're always always on Instagram. Um, that's probably our biggest following, and we love interacting with people there. We're on Instagram at, at NoIssueCo. You can also connect with us on Twitter, which we have presence on, as well as Facebook. And those are both just the company name. It's NoIssue. Um, and then, yeah, where should you find us? Find us on find us online, probably, because we're trying to make it really easy. You you probably won't find us in person, um, but yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And we're for being on the podcast and for offering that awesome discount for our listeners. And we'll all talk to you all soon. Thanks, Ben. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Really, really enjoyed it. Wasn't that such a good episode, everybody? Ben was so gracious in all of his information and we have loved working with No Issue. So... We are doing a giveaway. This is actually, is this our first giveaway, Jacqueline? I, I think it is outside of, we did do a book giveaway once. Oh, and we did, we do coffee giveaways all the time, but this is our big one. Oops, <laughs> I'm getting so excited. I almost knocked down the microphone. So on Instagram, hop on over there at the product boss. We are doing a co-giveaway with no issue where two biz besties, because we love biz besties and it could just be one of your friends, really. Um, we're giving away two uh, sets, would you call them of custom branded tissue paper? Yeah. So we believe in this being a really great way and a, an affordable way for you to brand your packaging when you're sending it to customers, Mm -hmm. that user experience and no issue has come up with like really affordable solutions for product-based businesses. And so this giveaway is that you will get from the product boss and no issue, we're going to send you a free gigantic package of tissue that you guys get to brand with your product or or your company name and start to use in packaging. So head over to the product boss on Instagram and follow all the directions we have to be entered to win. Yeah. And it's so exciting because we also believe in sharing and celebrating with other people, right? So that's why you get to have an additional winner with you. And we want to just remind you all that the product boss programs are now open. So if you remember the beginning of this episode, we talked about the top mastermind, the climb mastermind and dash accelerators program. And so if you guys want in on that, remember there's a limited time to join and we invite you to go over to the slash programs to apply or get on the wait list for dash insiders. We'll see you over there, everybody.